Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence, the 300th episode. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Whitney Nelson, and that's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm kidding and I'm not. We're hoping Brent will join us at some point, but uh, that that's what I mean. Uh, we got a tweet from No Time for Time Travel Podcast saying, oh, is Almost Better Than Silence doing anything special for 300? And I just said, nope, in all caps, because I tried, but things are really hard to schedule these days as adults. And anyway, I'm going to stop this ranting a, and ruining this intro. It's a busy time of year. Yeah. <laughs> but how are you doing, though, Whitney? I'm doing good. I'm also hard to get a hold of. I have also had a lot of busyness, but I'm doing well. I know. And thank you for your time. You are probably the busiest of all of us with all the (laughs) podcasts you do. It's insane. So I'm very fortunate to have you on the 300th episode. And that's something I do plan to do a little bit of is like a little bit of reminiscing of things we've done, things that have changed over time uh, when you were introduced to the show and all that stuff. But for people that are used to the show, we will do like a little bit of a game chat of what we've been playing and stuff these days. Um, do we maybe want to start with that? Uh, what have you been playing? Have you got a chance to play much since we last talked? Um, we have done more multiplayer Halo, which has been super fun. We got very in the weeds with trying to get the warthogs, like drive them into places that the game really shouldn't let you do. And often didn't, but like you could melee the vehicles into hallways that they technically shouldn't fit in. So we're just sitting there like (laughs) punching the the jeeps into small hallways to get them through levels. And I was laughing hysterically. Tears were running down my face. So we didn't get that far in actual gameplay, but we had a very, very good time with that. Oh my gosh, that takes me so back. It just reminds me of my teenage years. I feel like I was doing like silly stuff like that too and just completely dicking around and it was very entertaining. So it's funny how you can find entertainment in ways the game developers did not intend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's interesting because that seems to be everybody's story with Halo, with like classic Halo, is mostly memories of people playing the game not as intended rather than playing the game as intended and i think that's so funny oh absolutely you just saying that makes me think of one of my favorite memories with the original halo combat evolved uh one of my high school buddies adam showed me this glitch that i just found so hilarious at the time he would get on top of the pelican which is basically the futuristic like helicopter like space vehicle that they fly around in Mm -hmm. and you could if you're playing multiplayer, he would uh, use a melee attack on my back and insta-kill me, but then I would spawn on... Uh, oh, well, first of all, you had to be on top of the pelican, and if you did this over and over again, it would just... You would respond in the same place, and you could just make a gigantic mountain of just dead uh, bodies of Ma- Master <laughs> Chief. It was absolutely insane that the game would, like, even allow you to do that, to the point where it was, like, bugging out. So, like, and I'm fairly sure that was either original xbox or on the pc version i can't recall exactly which one we were playing on but either way it was just so funny yeah i I, I was blown away by that as a kid i'm like let's just do this all day i don't don't even care about this (laughs) i mean that's basically what are putting the jeeps into places they shouldn't go and trying to drive them through levels they weren't supposed to be in that's pretty much how our afternoon went we got almost nowhere in the story because we spent the whole day trying to get warthogs to fit places so it's it's it was a good time very cool. Are you looking forward to getting further in the franchise? Like, so you haven't played Halo 2 or 3 yet, right? I've played zero Halo games. Oh so. my gosh. I'm so excited for you because there is some <laughs> really substantial, not, ugh, I don't know, maybe that, I, I don't know how well it holds up. I haven't played recently, but there is some story there. I just remember loving 1 and 2, like giving them 10 out of 10s as a kid. And then 3 was a little bit disappointing just because they took it in a new direction that I wasn't really into. But overall, the franchise is great. So yeah, yeah definitely I'm, keep going I'm with looking, that. I'm looking forward to playing more of it because I'm having a great time so far. And I know it's only going to get better as far as like more epic and more story and, and all that kind of stuff as I go along. And then yes. I did also play since we last talked. I was reading a whole piece about this game that was made. It's a computer game that was made in 1989 called Caper and the Castro. And it's the first. According to all sources that can that have done this sort of research, it's the first LGBTQ themed computer game ever. And it oh, was wow. basically built on like a PowerPoint, like a very early PowerPoint kind of a thing called Hypercard. Hypercard. I'm completely unfamiliar with this. 
I'd never heard of it either, but um, I was reading this whole article about it, how it's the first LGBTQ game and you play as a lesbian detective called named Tracker McDyke. And you're <laughs> her friend and drag queen, Tessie LaFemme. And you're in the Castro in San Francisco in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and there's a bunch of in-jokes, but there's also just a bunch of like queer jokes and everything. But what's interesting is she put it up um, online as like charity wear and said, donate this to AIDS research if you want to give me any money for the game. Give it to AIDS research instead. Very nice. And then they ended up finding it. it it got posted on a whole bunch of message boards and like blew up in europe somewhere and she was like by all counts and this is only going off of like download counts from different message boards all over the internet but it more than two hundred and fifty thousand copies for like freeware um in 89 and that's a big deal and there's yeah. even a newspaper article about it where at the time that the newspaper article came out the only person who had beat it in the entire world was a 14-year-old boy who'd like solved the game. Damn. <laughs> anyway, the the person who made this game found the floppies in 2015 and worked with some people um, to archive them, to like digitize and archive them and update the game so it's still playable. And if you go to archive.org, you can play it. It's called Keeper in the Castro. And then she reskinned it a little bit later on to be a straight game. Like she changed the names a little bit and she, you're not looking for the Tessie La Femme. You're now looking for Tessie LaRue. And uh, when you go into a restaurant, there's like couples. And in the, in the first one, it's like two women and two men sitting together. And then she switched them. But like she skinned that and then actually sold it. And she's like, I didn't make a ton of money, but she made enough to make a living off of for several years after selling it. So that's in addition to all of the, copies of the game being gay anyway you can go onto archive.org and it's got a whole like shell where it's an old 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 mac and you literally are like on an old mac desktop you have to load it the same way that you had to load it was wild i had not seen a computer look like that or act like that in a long time you literally have to like go into the file and open it uh there's one issue with the like upload to play it where you actually can't get past that stage on a modern computer because for some reason it won't let you do the like dash key. Okay. There's like a keyboard error, but I was able to find on Tumblr and a couple of forums where people have talked through the different stages of the game and you can basically read what that is and skip that part. Nice. And keep going. So I did use, a. there, there were no walkthroughs at the time. This was pre walkthrough. Sure, absolutely. But I, but I was able to finish the game with only looking up that one thing because you literally physically can't get past it, or at least I couldn't on a Mac. I don't totally. know if on a PC it's different, but either way, you're playing it in browser. So I don't know if it was like the Chrome browser I was using, but it was super fun. The ending does not have the payoff or how hard the game is, but also because it's basically a bunch of slides, like a PowerPoint presentation. Right. There's no really good way to make it super satisfying. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. But it was it was really, really fun. And, you know, you look in the you have binoculars and you look in this one window and like there's a girl in the shower who like whispers at (laughs) you. And and it was really, really fun. And it it took me back to the kinds of games that you don't see anymore because most of them have been lost to time. Like if this person didn't find those floppies and work with archivists to get it on the Internet like on archive.org, people would still not even know that it exists. So. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought it up on our show. I'm so glad that we have you as a co-host. It's like I've, you bring so much. It was like a little <laughs> history lesson there. Like I feel like you're blending the historical hotties and the ABTS. It's <laughs> yeah. like, hell yeah, we get the crossover. But no, that's fantastic. Yeah, as soon as I read that article and they said that it was playable as of a few years ago, I was like, I got to go play this right away so I can talk about it on the podcast. And I actually had a really good time. It got very frustrating, but it also, I was able to solve it after that one one cheat because I physically couldn't enter what I was supposed to enter into the uh, safe. Right. But no, that's that's definitely cool. And I also am very appreciative of things like archive.org. I'm pretty sure I put our first like 250 episodes on there just in case like Pinecast burns down and we don't longer have that. But yeah. there is some good news. I I do have Bren joining the call here. 
So let's wow. hear what Bren has to say. I hate it. What are we talking about? Uh, no, we were just, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Great. No, but we're basically celebrating our 300th episode and talking about the games we've been playing. Uh, glad to have you on board. I was joking how it was just going to be me and Whitney and nobody else because it's hard to schedule stuff. <laughs> we all have such busy lives. Working millennials. It's tough. Yeah, you have a podcast too. Uh, are we there yet? How's that going? Good. We got... <laughs> We actually are recording a very special episode for me this weekend. We're doing One Piece, which, if you don't know, is on episode, like, mm, 938 or so. So <laughs> we're tackling that monster, and I can't wait to make my friends watch it and hate it. Are you guys at episode 50 yet? Uh, We're probably around there, somewhere close very to cool. that. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Congrats on that. Um, But yeah, we were just discussing the games we, uh, we've been playing, Um, but... Bren, let's hear about the games you've been playing, if there's uh, anything you've had a chance. Well, that's (laughs) for the 300th time. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, guess what? I'm back in Binding of Ivy. No. (laughs) For the 300th, I relapse into my biggest addiction. Yeah, I'm Uh, playing Kingdom Hearts, everybody. It's true. (laughs) Uh, No, I actually, the opposite, in fact, I actually uninstalled Risk of Rain 2, because I ended up doing just the same thing I do with every roguelike, where it's just mindlessly fiddling away with it while doing while accomplishing nothing productive so i was like you know what they had their update i got my fill there's probably more characters it's still in early access so like i'll come back to it when it's fully finished but like otherwise i'm just sinking hours into this accomplishing nothing and you know wasting time so i'm just like uninstall i gotta focus on other shit fair enough i was going to try and get i keep keep lying to myself and the audience that one day i'll get back into Bayonetta 2. It's only like nine hours. Like, I can knock it out in a weekend, and I just, I don't know what, uh, why I'm not. I'm dragging my feet. But the next game I got on my site is either Banner Saga, because I'm getting a tactics, XCOM sort of style itch that I want to get into, and still I'm recovering from the PTSD that is XCOM 2. So I figured <laughs> I'd go into Banner Saga first and try and finish uh, 2 and 3 of that. Or uh, The Flame in the Flood, which is a game I got a while back, which is, we've talked about it, um, I think, briefly when it came out. But it's, like, a little girl navigating her way through, like, a flooded area, and there's, like, a lot of, like, natural disaster stuff. So, like, lightning will hit a tree, and that spreads a wildfire, like, in the flooded area as well. And she's got, like, a little dog companion and stuff. So, that seems like a really good one, and I, I don't think it's too long. So, that's probably the next one on my list. But I haven't totally. quite gotten to them yet. Because life is busy, and the DMV is a hellscape that's still clawing me back in. Yeah, it's just crazy that we've been going for this long, I'll be honest. Like, there's been so many chances where it's like, I don't know, and we haven't missed a, an episode this whole time. Never missed so a that, week. I'm very, I'm very proud of that, because it's very easy to just uh, get lost and go on hiatuses and stuff. And to be perfectly honest, okay, well, here here we go. I was, Behind the curtain. That's the thing. Behind the curtain here, I was talking to... The Melting Pat himself, because he's a, one of our biggest fans. And I was saying to him... Only <coughs> <coughs> True. Uh, I was saying to him, I'm like, there's a good chance 300 might be like it for ABTS for a little while, because things are getting pretty busy around here. I'm going to be getting married in September. Wedding. Uh, and 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 I was just thinking, I'm just going to put it on hiatus, and it's going to be a little depressing for a while, but we'll bring it back and it'll be all fine. But then... Here's the God's honest truth. What ended up happening was I saw a tweet from Chef Kevin, which is a, a sound engineer of the podcast Hollywood Handbook. So I'm just a big, a big fanboy of that, of Earwolf shows in general, but well, Hollywood yeah, Handbook a, is one of them. He's just an Earwolf engineer. Like, I've heard him on a few different shows. Yes, he also does uh, engineering for Freedom. So that's a oh, big yeah. one for Earwolf. Um, but regardless, he was tweeting that he has some big projects he's been working on for months, and he's looking to get on podcasts like smaller shows to kind of just promote that and get in ears of people. And I'm like, <laughs> this is a perfect opportunity for us. And I was like... I, I tweeted at him immediately. I was like, look, if you have any interest in being on a comedy video game podcast, our last interview was Song because he's also a sound engineer for Doughboys and stuff, so he's he knows Song. And he got back to us like almost immediately and was like, yeah, let's set this up. And he, the best thing about it is I hope I'm not like – uh, giving away exclusive information here, but probably by the time you guys are hearing this, this might be knowledge, but 
Uh, he said that him and Yusong are starting a podcast, so I'm so excited about that. Like, awesome. uh, so I, and that's all I know. I don't know any premise or anything more than that. So hopefully, I'm not spilling the beans too much for you guys. But I, I think it's going to be something we can all look forward to. And yeah, th- th- so in me saying, "Oh, we're going to go on hiatus," it's like I just set up an interview and we're <laughs> recording 300 right now, so we're going to have to go past 300. So I said to Pat, "It's not happening yet," and he's very thrilled. So we're going to try to keep it going, people. Like, in fact, I was listening back to some old episodes, some miles. Milestone episodes like 100 and 200. 100's a goddamn mess. <laughs> like, no, for real. Because, you. well, it's also because that was before we had a leveler on our podcast. So I like to listen to things without headphones at work. I have like my own office and I can play them on a speaker. And goddamn, without a leveler, there's moments where we're like, it sounds like we're whispering and then like blowing out the, <laughs> the audio with laughter. So good. I would just have to listen to it with headphones to even make it sound any kind of like bearable but regardless uh that was the one with mark and we did some D &D, and oh that's that brings me to this we were supposed to have matt basta on the show tonight and it just didn't pan out because some shit on at work for him like caught fire and he's gonna be busy for days and i feel terrible about it um but he he was basically saying to me we could try to do some kind of like sci-fi D&D thing and we we're going to bring that back and Mark was going to be no. on. But no. that's what I mean. Well, the funny thing is I do have something special for you guys at the very end of this episode, like after plugs and everything, I have a 10 minute improv bit that I did with Mark earlier today and it's goofy as hell and hopefully somebody laughs at it and doesn't hate it or unsubscribe. Um, I'm but- so excited to hear it. <laughs> um, I've, I've honestly put a shitload of sound production into this like mad sound effects I'm like pulling all punches because I love doing these stupid ass things with Mark because he's so like just goofy pulling so no that punches. was a blast um, but yeah so and, and then listening to like uh, the milestone of like 200 I'm pr- fairly sure it was either uh, Judge Greg or one of these one of our fans they were saying that oh I'm not gonna I'm not going to give you guys credit unless you do 200 more. So I'm like, all right, we're halfway there. We're at 300. If we get to 400, we meet Judge Greg's approval. So there's that too. He's not my dad. I don't need his approval. (laughs) I'm just doing this all for Judge Greg after all. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But, uh, that's a little background on the show stuff. And that's what I mean. I don't have much games to talk. It sucks. I've been playing Detroit Become Human, which I know Whitney has experience with and has Mm -hmm. beat. Uh, I have to be in the right mood to play it because there's times where I, I just want to sit down and play stupid shit like cars playing soccer or it's like, right. oh, or I'm like investigating a dead, fat, stinking body and like trying to solve all the clues. It's like, holy shit. But the cool thing is, oh, uh, God, my cat's going crazy. <laughs> Reginald wants to be on the 300th episode. So there you go, Reggie. Um, uh, it's special in numerous ways, but that's the thing. My fiance is a criminal justice major and currently works at uh, the DA's office. So it's just crazy. Like she gets all sorts of murder files across her desk, like all the time. So this kind of game is right up her alley. So she's been enjoying watching me play that. I mean, like not to get like too personal, but like I used to live around that area. How many murders are actually happening? Oh, well, where she's at, it's like Delaware County and stuff there. It's a little bit more hairy than where... I live. <laughs> okay, maybe I got out of there just in time. <laughs> yep. Oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, so Detroit Become Human, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. That fucking, right when you start up the game, like the Android being like, how are you today? Like that mm-hmm. shit freaks me out. I feel mm-hmm. like they should just change that. It should be like optional. <laughs> I think it's so good. I think it's, I think it's one of the best things about that game because it really immediately puts you into that world. Yeah. And it's very unsettling. I think it's like a really good immediately to get you in the mindset Emerging. of what they're trying to do with the story. That's a good point. Yeah, it's not just like a menu. Like it does tie in. It's not just like a novelty thing. So there is more thought into it. Yeah, I'm holding my cat up to the mic. I don't think he's going to say anything. <laughs> oh, now he doesn't talk. <laughs> oh, and that's another thing. I feel like before, now I have a cat. Like, me and Pat, Matt Basta would, like, joke, like, we should have a cat cast because uh, he's a cat daddy. D- mm, I, mm, I don't know. I feel like you have to earn the title of cat daddy. Right now, it's just <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I feel oh, like you have to earn it. that. That's true. Well, Basta's on his way up. You're a feline father. 
Um, but okay, let's also, I guess, since we're reminiscing about shit, uh, Whitney, you joined the show, I think, around like episode 220. It was like mm-hmm. Kung Fu Kangaroos. Really? It was just, mm-hmm. and it's all thanks to the Mabim Bambino podcasters group, to be honest. That's how yeah. we met. And it's just really cool to introduce you that way. And I remember there was something absurd that was said. It was something like dildos or I don't know, but you Excuse like me. just like, it was like comedic, <laughs> but she like jumped right on and was like completely on board and was like and i was like you're gonna fit in here just i remember so, that i don't remember I what the i don't remember I, I what the topic was but i do remember me getting right in there and and with whatever the joke was and you <laughs> being like oh, okay this is gonna work out our show is known to get weird perfect <laughs> no that never happens here let's bring up the picture right. of thomas sanghedrin getting sodomized no, Brent, not this early on the podcast. We can't scare them away. Um, Whitney, if they, how about if they you? don't know what they're getting into before they got into <laughs> that's it, that's on them. Yeah. yeah. It's never too early for sodomy. Come on, guys. Oh, really. gosh. Uh, you're a natural here. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, exactly. So that's that was just a great moment. And I knew that this would be a, a lasting relationship. So thank you for joining the podcast. Yeah, I've had such a great time. And really, like, and I've said this multiple times, but it really, I have played so many more games in the year-ish that I've been doing this podcast than I ever have before, um, because I want to have something new to talk about. So I don't always have something new to talk about, but it's also been a really great excuse for me to put more time into playing games, which I love to do, because there's a reason to talk about it if like it's so easy to push it aside when things get busy and you've got other stuff going on and at least this way i always play a little bit of something when i'm unwinding every week at some point and that's that's super great at least somebody's trying (laughs) (laughs) that's the whole idea because i also it it is hard to find time to play games as an adult so having this podcast it has kind of been a challenge for me too but there's many weeks where it's like sorry listener but we're trying Um, (laughs) but uh speaking of like Things that might not be video. Well, I guess this is a terrible transition. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, have you guys seen Stranger Things three? Because that was amazing. Or and or Spider Man Far From Home. Because I got around to watching all of those, and they were fantastic. No, to both. No. Oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> well, then, do you have any interest in either? Or are you yes, I do. Purposely avoiding. Okay. I'm not no worried spoilers. about spoilers for Spider Man. So if you wanted to talk about that, you can go ahead. I am worried about spoilers for Stranger Things. Don't talk about that. No, fair enough. And I wouldn't want to spoil any either of them anyway. But I just want to say that they are both very enjoyable, and I'm looking forward to getting your feedback on them once you've enjoyed them. I know Brent and I briefly brought up uh, the Spider-Man movie on last episode. Yeah, I've seen that. I watched episode one of Stranger Things, so I'm I'm just barely in it. So yeah, I'm behind on that too, and it's. I feel like that's such like a monumentous show. Like that's one of the big shows everyone seems to be into. So I think that's going to have a longer spoiler, I guess, uh, quarantine sort of. Yeah. Long, yes. Longer than like Spider Man. Spider Man probably give you like two or three weeks and be like, eh, if you didn't want to see it, it's probably out of theaters by now anyway. So you lost your chance. But Stranger Things is like, you know, there might be people who are you know away from Netflix or out of the country or something, and then they come back two months later, binge it all. So that's got like a big yeah. window. And I remember when season two of Stranger Things came out, there was like memes going around of spoilers that weren't even true. And it was like fucking oh, yeah. with my head because it was like, <laughs> oh, man, that it was really I'm like, that's so upsetting. I'm going into this being like, I already know this is going to happen. And then it doesn't happen. I was like, holy shit. But I've, I've had that before where I was like, I make a fake spoiler just to like freak out friends. I'm like, ha, it's crazy when. A mic turns into this thing, and it's like, ha ha ha, it's a joke. And then I end up watching the se- uh, season, and it's like, oh shit, that was real. That actually it happens. Total <laughs> bullshit, but it ended up being true. It's like, I ruined funny. it. Yeah, no, best not to spoil anything, but that's yeah. the thing. There's reasons to be scared because there is stuff that can be spoiled. So that's all I'm going to say about this season. So beware. I, but I've heard that it, it's like weirder than before. That's the one thing that I've heard multiple times, and some people like it, and some people aren't sold on it because it's weirder than before. And I yes. don't know what is weirder than before, but that's you will. The, <laughs> the feedback that I've heard so far about it is that it for most people that have already finished it, they love it. 
Hmm. But oh, there's, a, there's a few people where whatever it is that's weirder than before was too like weird it. for them, and they were like, I'm not sold. Oh, interesting. I, I yeah. haven't heard that, but I've stayed away from any discussion to avoid spoilers. Yeah. I'm very torn. I almost want to say it was my favorite season, but like I have to revisit the first two to really assess that. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems more upbeat. It plays on nostalgia of the times. It's so like great. Like The, the setting is the mall. That's all I'll say. And, well, like, that's my thing. I am such a fan, like all of my favorite movies when I'm like sick or when I just need to turn off the world or whatever, they're all coming of age teen movies. That's like yes. my favorite kind of low key movie to watch is either like an action movie, like a John Wick thing or a coming of age teen movie. And so I'm going into this seeing the trailer of Four Stranger Things 3, knowing that that's like kind of what they're doing where they're out on their own and they're wandering around and they have like jobs at summer camps or whatever. Um, that sort of thing. I, I, I know I'm going to like it because of that kind of story is my favorite kind of story to just to, to watch. But, um, I think that's gonna, that's gonna carry me through anything where I might be like, this is weirder than before or anything. I think it might be my favorite season two without seeing anything, literally knowing nothing about <laughs> it and not having seen a single episode. I think three might be my favorite just because of that. Just what I know of you, I think you're going to f- thoroughly enjoy this season. It was yeah. it was spectacular. So definitely get around to it when you can. Try to binge it, too. It's it's just fantastic. And if you like action, combat-oriented movies and coming-of-age stories, might I recommend the movie Kick-Ass, which is both. Yes, it is. Yeah, I've yet to see it. Uh, oh, man. First I'm one's great. On Second it. one's a little rough. First one's great. Okay. Though. I have mixed feelings about Kick-Ass, but... Yeah? But I enjoyed watching it. I, the most interesting thing for me is there's the main character. I forget all the actors' names, but the main character ends up playing Quicksilver in the Avengers movie in Age of Ultron. And mm-hmm. then his best friend in Kick-Ass ends up playing Quicksilver in Days of Future's Past in X-Men. Oh, no. So it's two actors <laughs> who end up playing Quicksilver. So that was interesting. an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. yeah. That is. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's any trivia on our show. In fact, no, there was some oh, things boy. I jotted down there's that I wanted stuff. to bring up. Uh, it's just stupid shit, but I feel like a lot of I, dumb I might as well. Yeah. Number uh, of, uh, number of, uh, segments we stole from the McElroy brothers, like seven, I think. Well, yeah, that's fastest fault, but it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it was episode 100 where we announced like one track gamers joining the network and it's like, oh, at 300, we don't have a network anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, we had a good run. Like, yeah, it's all good. Uh, but no, at one point in time, Matt Basta owned Mark Choi on Instagram.com. And that was his website that would be in his plugs where he would literally, that URL would forward to his Twitter. That's so right. yeah, Mark Choi on Instagram.com would point to Twitter.com slash Matt Basta or whatever. So <laughs> it was absolutely insane. That was something that happened. And then we also had Bread Shoes That Rocks. That yep. literally was episode 99. So it was right on the cusp of 100. And that was when i don't even know if it was i was the walrus or what the hell even in, inspired us talking about shoes made of bread yeah. but then it came became to the point where matt was like i'm gonna make a tumblr account about it i'm gonna go buy the url right now and he got could get bread shoes that rocks at first it was bread shoes that biz but we're like no that rocks <laughs> is amazing business. yeah and then we had a tumblr of literal images of people wearing bread shoes like I'd say at least two dozen of them. And then I really wish that was still up and running because I would probably visit that to this day and just have a chuckle. Yeah, I think we lost in like the Tumblr purge when they were like getting rid of all now safe for work stuff and it just got caught up in like some of the sites getting shut down. And we're just like, eh, it's not worth fighting for. Yeah. And uh, every other stumper of Matt's used to be cat related. So oh my yeah. God. it's either food or cat related, <laughs> sometimes both. That's yeah. what it always was. So I still think I'm going to hit him up about the cat cast. We'll see if we can bring the network back from the dead. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just kidding. That's really it's far-fetched. It's just you two uh, with 14 podcasts. I was listening to the end of 200, though, where all of our previous guests and stuff and fans sent in clips of them uh, thanking us and saying congrats for our 200 episodes. It was just funny because, yeah, it, one of the clips was Press Continue Podcast and like, we've been there since the beginning. You owe everything you've done podcasting to us. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. I'm going to give you guys that credit. There you go. Uh, um, I'm not going to give out that credit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trolling. But no, honestly, they are one of my biggest influences when I first started this whole thing. It's wild that I was listening to their Shadow of the Colossus episode probably while I was editing the first like 
test episode of this podcast. So they are the true homies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's my note. Judge Greg considers us a failure unless we do 200 more. <laughs> so yeah, if we get to 400, I guess we've made it, Judge Greg. So 100 more. I'm going to try. We at least have <laughs> one more with Chef Kevin. <laughs> I mean, we could probably knock out another 100 more easy. Is it going to be interesting? That's debatable. Well, that, and that's what the hell it was from uh, Corey from One Track Gamers when they were congratulating us. He's like, "Oh, they've done two hundred. He's like, "Well, are they burned out yet, or is it yes, still?" Good? I'm like, are. no, we've been burned out since like one hundred, but it's all good. <laughs> oh man, we're still having fun here, folks. Uh, that's the thing. I don't have much for us for this three hundredth episode. I was thinking maybe we, we could try to quick. I was wal- walrus, and God, I still can't even say. It. Uh, <laughs> but we could see uh, how that goes if you guys are interested. Sure. DJ Cutman still needs his royalty checks for cutting them every time we play the theme song. Yeah, there we go. We got to give him a plug and shout out. He's the man. Thank you for being with us since the beginning, too. We interviewed him. Go check out that. But let's play I Was Walrus. So, who wants to do what? Do we want... Does anyone want to stand out as judge and pit people against each other? Because I don't want to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for volunteers to judge? I'll, uh, I'll be a judge. I like judging people. <laughs> there we go. All right. So, now I guess this is the hardest job, though, because now we Yeah, I was going to say, now categories. you need to come up with scenarios. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why is our conversation game category just filled with, like, spider boys? Like, it's me posting it, but I forget why. <laughs> Oh, no, and it was, like, sexual. It freaked me out. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Yeah, I played... I was the walrus one time, so I'm gonna need a refresher if I'm gonna be in charge of the game. Okay, fair enough. That's... And for anybody who's new, which they never are, um, <laughs> it's Pat. You're, you know the game. You know the game, Pat. Uh, <laughs> no, it's basically just... Um, we come up with some kind of category. Uh, the one that I always... It references probably one of the first ones we ever did was like, oh, an unexpected home invasion weapon. And I'm pretty sure I used a guitar and Matt Basta used a CD of ABBA. No, maybe. (laughs) I forget. It was something ridiculous. But regardless, it started like I'm the War started as uh, basically who would win imaginary fight. You pick someone and Mm -hmm. you just pin them against each other. And very quickly, it just devolved into, like, Cards Against Humanity without the cards. You just make yeah, it then, any category you want, and then two people have to choose something within it. You could even do something cruel, like, oh, come up with a haiku or something, but don't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, something came to mind already, so I've got one. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's what I mean. And yeah. if, if somebody gets two in a row, they win the round, because there's only three. Because <laughs> we struggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, so the first one that I've come up with, I don't have any others yet, but I'll think of it, is what's the most disconcerting thing you could see on a menu that you would still consider eating? Ooh. Oh, see, you know how to play with me. That's a good one. That I'd still consider eating. Yeah, because if it's like disconcerting thing on the menu, it's like baby heads. It's like, okay, like that's insane. But like, would I still eat baby heads? I might, depending on the baby. Um, God, I have a couple ideas. I think, I think I'm ready if whenever Bren is. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's a staple, but I mean, it's episode 300. And we haven't done it in a while, so I guess I should go with it. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, me too. And actually, mine's. <laughs> I'm happy with mine. Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It's. It's the Nick Wagger special, the hot salad. Oh, no. <laughs> the microwave salad? Yeah. Uh, just imagine seeing hot like salad. advertised hot salad. Oh, like That would just so be gross. awful, but I'd have to try it just to say I did it. Because I'm a bit of a heat seeker. God damn it, I'm stealing all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would have okay. to go with Guy Fieri. 
Like, if, like... You're gonna eat like, him? Fantasy world, like, it's just insane. Like, what's the most insane thing I'd still be okay and comfortable with eating? Like, I think human would be on there. I think but I have him enough- specifically? Well, because we've already talked about it at length. We've talked about yes, cannibalism well, way too often for this podcast. I feel like we've talked about Guy Fieri being eaten before. That's how insane this <laughs> podcast is. And his frosted tips being made of ranch or some shit. Because one of the earliest categories was who, what celebrity would you eat? And it was Guy Fieri and Terry Crews. And I think Terry Crews would taste like a horse. Holy shit, Because he's all muscle. It. And I think God Guy Fieri has deep fried himself. If I were to go the cannibalism route, I could easily see myself eating Guy Fieri. But my mind's, or my, uh... I guess thought process of this is he's already been touring around the entire country going to all these crappy diners, drive-ins and dives. So he's filled his entire body. Like, I'm pretty sure he is 98% just pure grease. Yeah, you could you could survive a long time doing that. And but, he just or, he tans so much and, like, bleaches his hair. He just burnt his body from the outside. So he's basically a human deep-fried. Like, yeah, he's, like, deep-fried just walking around. So he's already done half the cooking for me. You're devouring someone's face right now. Whose face do you want on that plate? Guy Fieri or Terry Crews? God damn it. Uh, well, A, I wouldn't go for the face right off the bat. Oh, I'm going for the face. I, if I, now I'm just looking at whose face would I eat. <laughs> Get a good mental image for you there. Yeah. I I'm mean, going uh, with... Uh, what? Uh, <sighs> who's eat? The like, bleach tips would just be a huge turnoff for me. I feel like the ranch actually. Oh, yeah, that no, that was. <laughs> they have their, their own dipping sauce. They're already coated in it. Like I think he's walking around and he's essentially deep fried at this point. So like I think he's already marinated. Like he's already halfway at food. So like I think I have enough disdain for the human race and enough like we're overpopulated and cut down on greenhouse gases and feed the hungry. Those can all be knocked out with cannibalism, and I think, like, I would be okay with it, if I'm being completely honest. Okay, but how many r- restaurant menus are going to be able to offer Guy Fieri? It's just Guy one Fieri, time. his restaurant. Hi, chicken finale. guy. <laughs> chicken guy. I definitely also am not uh, automatically against cannibalism. Yeah! That's my just in theory. But Doug wins. Yay! Okay. That's what I mean. I just, yay. Okay. We'll go on to the next round. (laughs) Cannibalism in general, not off the table. Not off the table. I think a better answer to that question is hot salad. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. It's not off the table. It's still in the kitchen. It's being prepped. (laughs) Exactly. It takes longer than salad. Um, What is the worst possible mode of transportation that you can conceive of? Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm biased. Okay, well, neither of us can say a bicycle made of square wheels. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mark's. That's specifically That's, Mark's thing. That, that is a very old callback. He came up with Unfortunate Boy. That was conceived and I was Rawrus. So I'm glad we play this game. It's dumb as hell. <laughs> it's just it's just depraved, like, late night improv. It's like, I don't know, fucking man. Just square bicycles with a strawberry head named Unfortunate Boy. And just, like, the yeah. weirdest shit. He's got the craziest imagination. Um, the I can't worst, wait to hear his clip later. The worst form of transportation. Mm-hmm. The, the LA bus system. Hot cha 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 cha. That's true. It's not great. That's factual. <laughs> uh, let me see. I think I got mine. Yeah, I think I got mine. Uh, you want you want to go first though, or do you want to do a countdown? Let's do a countdown. Three, two, one, you go first. A giant caterpillar that devours you and then poops you out at your bus stop. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. that's terrifying. It's I was going to just say. It's the four train. Oh, Lord. I was going to say cross country snowboarding. <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that would suck, but I definitely think the bread would. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Four's I don't even worse than I can't compare with that. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone on a highway just, like, I don't know, pushing themselves. That would suck. <laughs> but they're doing, like, that sideways hop when they gotta go across, yes. like, horizontal. So I'm just like, huh, huh, and it's across the country. Or, you know, vor. 
Well, that means if Bren got that point, it's a tiebreaker. So it comes down to this one. Yep. Okay. So, um, coming up with these on the fly. Okay. So you have five seconds. Whatever message you want to say to the world, everyone hears. What is it? Uh, shit. <laughs> I know. Maybe like, that's my message. Man, that's that's one you need days to think about. <laughs> this is tough. Five seconds. Is it like? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. I was gonna say, is it like text or like a voice recording or something? Um, I, if it makes a difference, voice recording. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I just thought of an alternate one. I'll give you this one if you guys would rather do this one instead. If you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? Ooh. Wow, that's really good. I like good that too. one better, I, actually. I like that one better. Yeah, because my mine would have just been, listen, to almost better than silence. <laughs> oh, you stranded whore. <laughs> mine would have been, hunt down Guy Fieri. He knows why. And just turn it into the running man, but with Guy Fieri. <laughs> I don't know why I'm picking oh, on him Lord. today. It's fair. He's a uh, fan favorite. <laughs> disinvent one thing. Okay. Oh man, that is a challenge. And like, but like, it would have ramifications. So if it's something like in the 19th mm-hmm. century, like it would have ramifications to now. And like, mm-hmm. ah, that's interesting. I'm ready. Actually, that's mean of me, but uh. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, let's do a countdown. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Social media. I, oh, damn it. You yeah. win. I was going to say fucking uh, bagpipes. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> bagpipes. I want to change the world. Doug's like, fuck Scotland. I'm taking away your <laughs> yeah, that's why. I, that's why I regretted it. I'm like, I shouldn't take that away from them. But it's just like, they're so annoying. I, I yeah. feel like the didgeridoos up there were probably one of the more annoying ones. It's just a big pipe. It's, I don't know, meditative. Uh, good bagpipe. Good bagpipes are good. You just hear the bad ones a lot as a punchline to jokes. True. We've seen social media though. It yeah. It's not social media definitely wins. That's yeah. No, I literally a hellscape. (laughs) It it ain't getting better. We've we've had it for a few years now, and it's it's a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. So that's that's for the tiebreaker. Bren definitely wins. (laughs) Bren, and it's just like I don't know. It's fate for you to win because you've always won at this game. Like it's impossible to beat you unless I rig it. So it's like (laughs) it's statistically impossible for me to not win because it's usually always me and you for most podcasts, (laughs) and then you're usually the judge whenever we have someone else playing this. So I'm I've played probably. Almost like ninety percent of every game of I was the walrus, where you've probably played like half. Yeah, well, that's true. But you, you've always been the walrus, so congrats on that. So <laughs> that's let's, not a compliment. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what I'm going to say. But that's how we play I was the walrus. All right, well, that was our 300th episode. We're going to wrap this up and do some plugs. I know I said I have this clip for you guys, so we'll play that for you afterwards. It's just goofy improv with me and Mark. Yeah, 10 minutes or so. Um, But yeah, let's hear where we can find you guys on the internet and your other podcasts. Who wants to start? Do we want to start with Whitney? She's got more. Sure, I'll go. Um, Historical Hotties is a podcast where we go through different categories of historical figure and try and figure out which one is the biggest babe. We just recently did race car drivers. That was super uh, interesting because I found the first black, like the first guy to win a big NASCAR race as an African American. Looks exactly like John C. Riley. Uh, uh, oh. So check out that episode. <laughs> I'm assuming he lost. He did not lose. Uh oh, I'm gonna have to listen to that. Episode. Just listen. Just yeah. listen. <laughs> Spoilers. You'll see. Anyway, so Historical Hotties, you can find that everywhere. You find podcasts. Um, almost, uh, where am I? I've got so many, I don't even know. <laughs> you the list. Almost better than Silence I'm on right now. Um, <laughs> cool Breeze Over Love the it. Mountains is my Keanu Reeves podcast, where we watch all of his movies in chronological order. And what's starting to get bigger now that we're starting to get into movies that people actually know, because the first, you know, Eight episodes or so were movies that no one cares about because they were terrible. Mm. Now we're into movies people care about, so we're starting to pick up a little steam there. Um, nice. And then Myth Takes is a real play RPG podcast that I'm on. I play a character named Annabelle. 
And then I also am still uh, coming up very soon now. I know I've been teasing this for like two months, but the Fast and Furious podcast, extremely fast and incredibly furious. We are now timing the release with Hobbs and Shaw in the first week of August. So oh, you can, hot damn. You can look for that in August. There you go. Dude, I was in the theater for Spider-Man and this movie trailer was like absolutely crazy. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then it was like, yeah, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I did not see that coming at all. I guess it's because I'm very like out of touch with that whole franchise. But it was just like, just seeing the trailer, I was, did not think Fast and Furious. But it was, it looks interesting. I mean, I just, they're just... <sighs> They just keep leaning in more and more. And I really appreciate that. They have listened to their fan base. They immediately started to realize why people liked them. And they just kept doing more and more and more of it. When like the rock is picking torpedoes up (laughs) with his bare hands and throwing them at at submarines. Like (laughs) they they really know what people want to see and they keep getting wilder and leaning into it more and i love it because things rarely go that over the top yeah i feel like if you really want to see something buck wild fast and furious is the way to go they're so there's and they don't take themselves too seriously with it Mm -hmm. yeah you can't at that at the level they're at you can't be like this is legitimate cinema like you can't be uh too self-absorbed and i feel like i like you said i got i respect the hell out of what they're doing i haven't been watching any of them probably since like two but i think i think it's interesting with the burnout of like all the marvel movies and superhero stuff but then like the still like invested captive interest in the fast and furious where at a certain point the rock's gonna just become a superhero in that movie like idris elba already is in that movie like superhuman so i think that's just gonna be the new superhero like genre mm-hmm. it's nuts yep i love it but anyway, yeah, so that's um, on Twitter, at Fast Furious Pod, if you want to follow that. I'm Whitney underscore Nelson on Twitter, N-E-L-S-E-N, and you can follow me there, and I'll retweet things that go live from all the shows when they come up in my feed. So you can find all of my shows from my Twitter feed if you want to. That's an easier way to do it. Very cool. That's awesome. And how about you, Brent? I got the other podcast we've talked about already, Are Weeb There Yet? W-E-E-B. Uh, me and my other anime-loving friend try to convert our non-anime-loving friend into becoming an anime-loving friend. And it's a real struggle with some episodes. Uh, we do we do episodes we think that are quintessential anime, not shows that are necessarily good. So we've had quite a few episodes that just ended us ended with us just going, what the fuck did we just watch? Um, I believe our most recent episode is going to be Yuka Yuna is a hero, which is exactly that. It started off like, hey, this is a standard show. And then by the end of the episode, we found out what the whole series is. And we lost our damn minds. And it's very entertaining. At least for me. I hope it's entertaining to listen to. Because I absolutely love doing it. Um, So you can find that with Are Weeb There Yet? Anywhere online. Uh, And then, yeah, ABTS Brendan on Twitter. It's mostly just me retweeting the podcast I do and senseless bullshit. Very cool. And listener, if you want to give us a follow, it's ABT Silence. You probably already do or don't. It's fine. Um, (laughs) It's fine. We don't judge. (laughs) But if you are interested, uh, I am trying to get back into Twitch streaming. So give us a follow over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence. Um, and I also have a record label. It's Missed Out Records. Lots of emo, screamo, and math rock. And in fact, m- one of my most recent release- releases is actually uh, rap and like hip hop. It's a close friend of mine. He's it's really it's kind of out of my realm of like I don't know comfort zone for music. But I felt like you know what it feels like a, a something that should be on my catalog. So I'm really excited about that release. And so far the reception has been great. So a lot of people are enjoying that. So just go check that stuff out. Mistoutrecords.com or mistoutrecords.bandcamp.com for the music. And uh, I guess we're going to end that show here. Thanks for joining us, Bren and Whitney, for the 300th episode. And we're going to have a little bit of Mark here with me doing some improv. See you guys next week because it's not a hiatus. Because <laughs> we lied. September 20th, 2019.
Area 51. Uh Uh-oh. Mark finds himself amongst a crowd of thousands of people on the edge of Area 51. Uh, According to a Facebook group, these people were going to storm the facility, and Mark and I are there. How are you, Mark? I'm so excited we we made it. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, when we got on that transport, you know, I, I, I didn't really know where we were going. Um, but to tell you the truth, this is the last place I thought we'd end up. I know, I was keeping it a secret from you this whole time. I'm such a freak about aliens, I can't wait to meet some. Yeah, man, well, you know me, I'm always here and prepared. I got my life straw, I got my MREs, I got my cleats, I'm wearing cleats, and I've got, um, a soccer uh, hooligan scarf. So we're, dude, we're set, man. I can't think of anything else we'll possibly need here. Me neither. And there, the fact that there's thousands of us that actually showed up, it's pretty exciting. The enthusiasm is infectious around here. All these see them alien shirts and uh, they can't stop us. Like, I'm really pumped. Yeah, man. Well, when we storm those gates, we'll see how they feel. Well, I think that's coming up pretty soon. We've been waiting all night and I think we're about to get the signal. I think some of these people are going to narrow to run over that way and then there's some rock tossers or some kind of shit but i think you and i are going to just try to waltz in the main door while all the shit's hitting the fan yeah we can let everyone else uh, take the initial hit you said naruto run in right that's the plan for most of them i think and now i might be wrong here but i think this might go down as the least uncomfortable large gathering of all time. I'm sure people will replay this video and it won't end up on lots of cringe sites. There's no pod, there's no way. Everyone loves the Naruto run. Right. Uh, well, Mark, let's start running. Okay. <laughs> well, Doug, no, come back. I thought we were letting everyone else go. You're breaking the plan, Doug. No. No, it's, we're going first, Mark. Follow me. <laughs> Good thing I have my cleats on, even though, you know, it's not a field, we're in sand, so... Eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> really prepared of you. It looks like the other people are going that direction, so I think they might distract these people. Let's try to get to the front door and knock. Okay. Oh, wow, we're here already. I, I didn't even notice. Let me just knock. Uh-oh. That sounds like there's a dog! There's dogs! There's dogs inside! Oh, get back! Doug, let's make a break for those trees in the distance. Yeah, let's hop over this fence and get away from them. All right, so we escape the dog. We hop this fence. I see a, a door to this facility over here. Um, it does look like a lot of the Narudu runners are getting mowed down by machine guns. I'm really glad we're not a part of that group. Yeah, man, definitely. And I know our, our original plan was to uncover some uh, top-level government secrets. But based on how things are going, I think it's better if we just you know, maybe hunker down for a little bit. So I'm going to go start building a lean-to over here. Uh, <gasps> I found I found uh, a lot of uh, sturdy logs. I'm going to start stacking them in a, in a manner in which the wind will be reflected off the top. And uh, I have a bunch of canned goods in my back pockets. So um, feel free to dig in. I got SpaghettiOs. I got Beanie Weenies. I got... Uh, I got green beans and potatoes. I don't. I think those ones are expired. Oh, ooh, yeah. No, don't eat, don't eat that one. Actually, the can is swollen. We don't want any. Bo- we don't want any botulism here. That's the last thing we need. No, sir. But I definitely will take a couple of those spaghettios real quick before we uh try to find some aliens. I'm really trying to see them aliens, Mark. Like this whole Facebook group. It's been really something I've been looking forward to for all of 2019. Um, what will you say to an alien if we meet one? Well, I'll walk, I'll waltz right up to him, and I, you know what I will say? I'll say, why you been putting those chemtrails in my skies? <laughs> so those, you think they're responsible? Yeah, man. And those crop circles? It's you think, true. you think I, you think I haven't been paying attention to what's going on? No, I'm, I've been paying attention to, I'm gonna ask the aliens, why are crop circles only in the United Kingdom? It's so bizarre. Yeah, and, and I'm sure they'll know the answer too. So, Let's uh, let's sit down here. I got my campfire going. While you're waiting, I'm using my flint and my steel, and it didn't work, so I just pulled out some matches. <laughs> um, but we have a fire. We're gonna be nice and warm, even though we're in the desert and it's July. But you know, we need to heat up some stuff. 
Uh, this life straw's useless because we're in the desert. I just realized there's no standing water anywhere or we moving water. We can extract water. water from cacti. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to have to do. And I have some good thing you said that because I have some cactuses in my back pocket that I can pull out and we can get water out of those. So that's perfect. That mustn't have been comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you say to a nice time lapse to tomorrow in our newfound fort? That sounds good to me. I feel well rested and ready to storm and see the aftermath of what happened. Oh, yeah, man. I got all my health points back. Feeling great. All right. So it looks like there's a lot of dead bodies. The government didn't want people doing this, but I do see that there's a clear path to this door. Do you want to take a run for it? <sighs> yes. Um, I absolutely do. And and don't. Uh, I, I think it's a great plan, but, Doug, I'm looking at your footwear you're wearing sandals. That's not going to fly. I think one cleat's better than zero cleats. So you give me one of your sandals, you take one of my cleats, and we'll, we'll each have at least half of the traction that you would have had. That's a pretty good idea. In fact, what if we just hop on one foot with the cleats together? Yeah, the wow. Yeah. I'm sure that'll throw off any, uh, you know, any machine learning uh, or, uh, you know, image detection software they have set up with with their security cameras they won't know it's a person so they'll probably just ignore us yeah i think that's a pretty good plan all right it's time to hop thanks for Let's lending do it. me this cleat absolutely all right, here we go <coughs> i'm really bad at hopping <laughs> i just bailed all right it's okay we made it man we made it that's all, all that right. matters Thank you. God, I was worried for there for a second. All right, let's go in this door. Oh, no, there's a, a keypad. It's locked. Hmm. What would I do in this situation? Hmm. Well, if I learned anything from Spaceballs, I would at least try one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> All right, let's give it a shot. Access granted. What I do you know? <laughs> We're walking right in. It's like we own the joint. Oh, man. So this place is really high tech. I've never been in anything quite like this. What? Yeah. It looks like an Alienware computer in here, man. LEDs everywhere. Holograms. It's the whole nine yards. This is crazy. And there's a whole room filled with pot plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's a robot waiter. Hey, robot waiter, what are you doing there? Uh... Hey, man, can I have a, one of them shrimp puffs? Thanks, dude. Hey, Sweet. robot, do you know where the aliens are? And the robot points to a room. So we just entered the room with the aliens, and I gotta tell you, Mark, I'm really glad to have confirmation. What, what do you think of some of these things? Uh, th The image I had in my head of what they were going to look like is way off, man. I know, but the fact that they all look like Guy Fieri, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and they're all wearing hoodies and really loose-fitted, faded jeans with running shoes. What do you make of that? I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Doug, I just realized something. What? This was a Facebook group, right? Yes. What's the one thing we know about Facebook... And not being human. Oh, Zuckerberg. Uh, ding, 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 ding. We have a winner. You remember that speech he gave, right? Let yeah. me Let me uh, say it in case, you know, you don't remember. He was talking and he said, you know, everyone makes mistakes. You know, because you're human. I used to be human. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, but then he doubles back and he goes, wait, no, I still am human. You kind of need to remind yourself that you need to focus and um, and try not to let stuff bother you as much as possible. But it is going to bother you because you're human. And, and I was human. I am human still. Um, but um, but it, but I was just referring to myself in the past. Um, not that I was not human. Wow. That's it, proof. The pieces are coming together. He, he's Doug, he wanted this. He wanted us to be here. Oh my god, we turn a corner, and there he is. It's the final boss, Mark Zuckerberg. He's so sweaty. You solved my alien puzzle.
We're coming for you, Zuck. You can drink all the water you want and use all the Oculus Rifts you want, but you're not going to trick us. <laughs> yeah, and the aliens are on our side now. <laughs> oh, wow. Look behind us. They're rising up. The, the dots, they're converging. How can this be possible? His skin starts to melt off, and a lizard-like creature slowly comes out. Oh, wow. Well, it's a good thing I have this. And I open my pocket and I pull out a can of bug spray and, uh, and the lighter that I, and the matches that I used back there to start the fire. I run up and I spray him. It hits his arm and it slowly melts off. Bare metal is underneath with gears. Oh, shit. It just reeks of motor oil. Turns out there was two layers of deception. Not only was he not human, not only was he not a lizard, he was a machine. Yeah, and then I pull a cactus out of my back pocket and beat the shit out of him. Oh, wow. This was entirely too easy. And then, out of nowhere, the President of the United States, Kiefer Sutherland, comes into the room and congratulates us. Boys, I'm afraid I've got some great news. You guys are the new designated survivors. Oh, yeah! Okay, we can end it. End scene. Yay!